Welcome to Rumiki Talks podcast. I'm your host, Konstantin Starodetsky. This is a space where I interview professionals from the entertainment industry and discuss popular film-related topics with my co-host and producing partner, Romana Dinevska. Our goal is to help and motivate aspiring filmmakers to get their films made. Enjoy. Welcome to the Rumiki Talks podcast. And today we're going to talk about listening, the importance of listening. Why do we even need this skill? Why do we even need to listen? We have so much to say. Why do we need to listen to other people? Well, I can tell you, if you don't listen, then doesn't matter whatever you say. Because if the person feels like you're not listening to them, doesn't matter what you say. You can blabber for entire duration of the universe and nobody will care. We're going to talk about listening, not just to other people, but listening in general, listening to nature, listening to yourself, develop the variety of listening skills, uh, listening to even things that are not in this world. And there is nothing esoteric about it. It's, it's simple because once you try it, you can feel it right away. And it's very important to have the listening skill for an artist. In fact, the best artists, they're usually the best listeners because they're very attuned to nature. They're attuned to the world and to other people. So today we're going to focus on this magical, important skill. So Rumki, how can you become a better listener? Well, there are many ways you can become a better listener. There's so many practices. Like with any skill, you can always practice to develop this skill and really become good at it. Some recommendations I have is, for example, going on a walk by yourself, regularly going on walks, but don't just go for walking Try to listen to the environment, to your surroundings. You know, when you go um, to, for a walk and you're surrounded with nature, there's so many different sounds, whether it's, you know, the sound of birds, the sound of wind, um, if you're by the ocean, the sound of the waves, uh, or if you're in the city, even the sound of cars and uh, kids running around and playing. So you have to be observant of your environment and really, really carefully listen. I know when I took one acting class, Meisner acting class, one of our exercises was to close our eyes and just listen. And we had to identify all the different sounds, whether those were sounds from the utensils and plates or the raindrops outside because it was rainy weather outside or the sound of wet shoes going on the floor or people banging in the apartments. There were so many sounds and we had to identify all of them and also the order we listen to them. And what that does, it really trains you to be a careful listener and be in the moment. So not in your thoughts, but really being in the present moment where you are aware of your surroundings. Uh, other ways you can do is go on an artist date. And I have to say that this is um, inspired by uh, the great book by Julia Cameron, The Listening Path. I highly recommend it. I know Constantine loves this book. 
but the artist date is something similar to the walks but this way you really go on a date with yourself and it can be anything whether it's the library whether it's the movie theater uh, whether it's um, you know uh, some store that you like or like an antique store whatever it is whatever you love and enjoy doing and go take yourself on a date and just be present with yourself again you can listen to your surroundings you know being in the moment and realizing what you like and then you can take all of those observations and hopefully implement them in your art that's the thing why is listening important for people in our industry for like filmmakers and actors yes listening for filmmakers and directors in particular and actors is essential because we are dealing with people all the time so this one type of listening listening to other people is hugely important how can you practice listening as a director and how you can do the same as an actor so for directors one way to listen is to go and make a movie <laughs> Uh, once you go and make a movie you get a chance to listen to so many people you get to listen to production designers to actors to writers to caterers to everyone even film la office <laughs> shout out film la <laughs> so you're gonna have to listen to a bunch of people and as a director it is essential to know how to listen to them well so you make the best movie that you can because if there is some kind of miscommunication boom the movie is not as good as it can be or maybe even worse so how can you practice listening well to your crew to your actors as a director one thing is to have eye contact with the person that you're speaking to even on zoom it's not the same but once in a while it's good to look to the camera like this so the other person feels like you're looking directly at them. Because when you're looking at screen like this to the other person, the person doesn't perceive it as if someone talking to them. But if I look like this, the other person, remember right now, will feel that I'm talking directly to her because I'm staring directly at her from the screen. But it's weird to talk like this all the time all the, over the Zoom. So ideally, you want to have a one-on-one -on -one conversation with every member of your crew at one point or another and one you once you are with them you have to be 100% focused on them don't think about your phone in fact in fact hide it in your pocket just observe the person what are they trying to tell you when they're talking about okay we need to put uh, this background here and maybe we'll get that couch from Edith Head department and a lot of things but what they're actually saying, are they telling you that the idea that you came up with, that you presented to them, might not be the best? Or maybe they have some great insight to your film that you feel that they have an urge to tell you, but they're not telling you because you're afraid that you will judge them or they're afraid that you're a big director, blah, blah, blah. So look for those keys and always give the room to the person to share their inner thoughts like what best ideas they can bring to you to your project don't limit them make them feel like they are appreciated everything that they say is 
has a value and may potentially end up in a movie. Give them freedom to speak and give them a sense that that, that you're listening to them. And the only way to do that, to actually listen to them. Don't think about the hamburger you're going to buy 30 minutes later. Don't think about checking your phone. Don't think about what you're going to say next after they finish talking. Don't think about it. Focus on what they're actually saying right this moment. Like what I'm saying right now, focus on this. Don't think about how you're going to respond to me or uh, how you're going to judge me for what I say. Just try to look at me and see what am I doing? Like how am I feeling? How am I feeling right now? based on what I'm saying, how I'm saying, my body language, my eyebrows, my forehead, and all of those things. Because there's so many things to observe. There's so many details on our face, on our bodies, on our voice, and on our tone as well, that we can listen to and, and attune to and observe. So do that. Try doing that. And similar thing goes to the actors when they when it comes to listening to each other in a scene you have to do exactly the same thing forget about everything else imagine yourself in this world where you are uh, the imaginary world and then focus on the person in front of you and do all the things that i just mentioned for directors and here it's even harder because there is tension there is there are stakes uh Here's the thing. If you do it right, the audience will love your performance and they feel connected and they feel that you really embodied that character. But if you're not listening well, if you do it wrong, then people won't connect. They, f- they won't feel authenticity. They won't feel real person there. They will feel person who just pretends that he listens. Because it's an interesting thing that we we know how to point out whether the person listens to the other person or don't by just watching at those two people conversing with each other, but not with you, kind of like an observer. We, we can easily point out whether that person is really involved in conversation or not. But when we are in a conversation ourselves, it's not that, it's not that easy. And uh, there are a lot of... Because you actually in the conversation, you don't have time to like observe it from the side. That's the proof that it's so easy to point out someone who is not in the conversation. In fact, you can even try the following thing. You can <laughs> have three people, friends preferably or family, and have one person observing the two of you conversing. And then give you notes in the end whether you whether, whether you were connected or not, whether you're truly listening or not. And that's a fun exercise to try because there, you know, there are no stakes for you, but it's just fun to see whether the person is actually listens or not. And then you can give the, the, those uh, the people who conversing the notes, what was right, what was wrong, what gestures or indications or moves or looks indicated that you weren't listening or or were listening uh, half-heartedly. Try this out. Try this exercise. It's very fun to do. And uh, now, Rumki, let's move on to the one of the most important type of listening. <laughs> listening to yourself. Of course, yeah. So it's in the process of developing your listening skills, you cannot forget to listen to yourself. And some of the first uh, exercises that I mentioned, like the artist date or going on walks uh, in nature and being in tune in nature, 
they really lead to the same uh, thing, which is being in tune with yourself, listening to your own instinct, to your own wants, observing yourself. And that way, you you can even learn more things about yourself and uh, become more connected with yourself. Um, another way of doing that is, you know, listening to your higher self. And that's really if you're into, you know, spirituality and meditation and learning how to remove yourself from your ego or like, you know, observe yourself from above <laughs> uh, your subconsciousness. And that's really like a more advanced level of people who are really into meditation. But at the end of the day, it's more about understanding your own instinct, um, the things you want, having conversation with yourself and really listening to that person <laughs> and, and what they want and what they want to trying to say. All of your findings, everything like that you develop with your listening skill, you can transform into your art. So like we said, observing and listening to sounds of nature, um, not only do they prepare you to be more in tune with nature, but then you learn more that way. You learn, you know, that maybe you can, maybe you'll learn that birds imitate the sounds that surround them and that's why they sing all these different uh, little tunes. Um, you can learn so many things that then you can put in your movie or you can put in your acting. Um, you, you become better at being in the moment, better at paying attention. Your relationships with other people could become better because you are there for them and you listen to what they're trying to say or listening to their wants and needs. And you're, it's not all about you, but it's also about them. And that's like really the beauty of when you become um, a great listener that where people feel, you know, valued by you. Because sometimes a lot of people don't even need advice they just need a person that will listen to them. It's a great skill to develop and you can learn a lot about yourself, a lot about others, a lot about your surroundings. And then that will help you become a better artist once you start implementing the skill in your art and then transforming the things you learn into your art. And now we arrived at the obsession of the week portion of the episode. Rumki, what is your obsession? My obsession of the week is the movie An American in Paris. Uh, this is a musical. I'm not sure of the year, but it was some in the 50s. Uh, and it's a wonderful, stunning musicals. I've missed a lot of the classical, you know, musicals. And I'm really trying to get back into them and just really watch the movies I haven't seen. And this was one of those. I've seen the Broadway play on YouTube, but never the movie. And they're just, if there's just such wonderful dances in this one, there's also a lot of ballet dancers uh, and a lot of ballet dancings mm -hmm. and great costumes. So I really enjoyed it. And what is your obsession mm -hmm. of the week? 
My obsession of this week is running. Finally, I got back to running. I had a little injury and it was pretty bad in the beginning. And then it just was mostly mental that prevented me from exercising a lot, especially running, because I used to run every day and twice a day sometimes. Now slowly coming back to running. And now I'm equipped with the new knowledge, new data, new science behind it. I am reading the Peter Atia book about longevity and lifespan and health span. And he talks about running in zone two and the importance of it for fat burning and, and using your <laughs> energy that you generate efficiently. I'm pretty much obsessed with running right now because I've been running every day until now. Uh, we're recording this episode on Thursday, June 1st. I've been running every day since Friday. And it's been amazing. I feel like already that I'm losing extra pounds. Uh, if you notice, my face became a little thinner on this screen. If you're watching it on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> and just in general, my mood uh, improved and my posture, my core. Like I can feel that my sides had really got strong from the running, from the um, different intensity of running and just like running 30 minutes at least i'm using the apple um fitness plus to motivate me with music and with you know little adjustments like move move your hands a little bit this way look <laughs> at the distance like all those little details but one important thing that i learned from it and i want to share with you guys to sort of uh, end the episode is this when you're running a race or when you're getting somewhere to a goal, imagine the person that you love at the end of it. So when you reach the finish line, this person is going to be waiting for you, the person that you love. And that motivates you to run faster. And for me, it's room key. And each time I have a hard task or uh, a race, I imagine her at the end of the, of the race line or the, at the end of the writing a screenplay that she's going to hug me and we're going to celebrate. So find someone who will wait for you at the end of the finish line and reach your goals. And with that, we end this episode. Nice. <laughs> and as always, please go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star rating and review because it really helps us to create more episodes. I love you guys. Thank you. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to Rumike Talks podcast. You can find the show notes at rumike.com. I'm your host, Konstantin Staradetsky. My producing partner, Rumena Dinevska. See ya.